Hello guys, welcome back to the Joy Podcast. I am pumped for today's episode and because I finally, finally, finally feel like I kind of know what I'm doing on this podcast and I'm going to share that with you guys as well. But today we're talking about the Enneagram, which if you don't know what that is, don't worry. I will go into the details and I will explain it to you guys. But this is like my favorite thing to talk about with my friends, especially like we are always talking about Enneagram. And so I hope that you guys love it as much as I do. But back to like what I was saying about how I feel like I finally kind of am like figuring out what I want to do on this podcast. Let's talk about that for a second. So I kind of have an idea of how I want to organize my episodes. And again, if you don't like this or like you have a different idea, blah, 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 feel free to give me a review, send me a message on Instagram, whatever. I'd love to hear feedback on it. But this is my idea. So my idea is that I have three categories, business, Bible, and me. So business would be like my productivity episode, photography, anything like that would fall in that category. And then the Bible category would be Enneagram, because I'm going to talk about Jesus in this too, like, I don't know, how to read the Bible, any any of those type of episodes, you feel, you know what I mean? And then the third category would be me stuff, which sounds selfish, but I mean more like just fun, lighthearted things, like um, if I want to bring one of my friends on the show, just talk about life, or if I have like a story time, which I can't imagine that I would have a story interesting enough for a whole podcast episode, but who knows. Um, or if I wanted to do a Q&A or talk about, like, my favorite things, which I think is going to be my next episode, so stay tuned for that, that would be in that category. And then my idea is to do, like, just switch off per week. So I do, like, business one week, and then the next week I do Bible, the next week I do me, and then I do business again, so on and so forth. So if you guys like that idea, please let me know because I feel like it's kind of a, a good way to organize things, but if you have a better idea, feel free to tell me because, you know, why not? But anyways, that's kind of like my little idea. So I'm kind of figuring out like what I want to do. But today we're going to talk about Enneagram, which I told you already, I really love it. So I'm going to start off by describing what the Enneagram is. And if you hear my computer clicking, it's because I have the website pulled up. But I'm going to talk about what the Enneagram is. And then I'm going to talk about each type very briefly, because if you want to, you can go look it up yourself just because I don't want to like spend 40 minutes describing each type because there's no point in that. But um, I will talk about the website and then I'm also going to talk about my type and how that's kind of like helped me become a healthier person by looking into like what the Enneagram has to say. So basically the Enneagram is a personality test but it doesn't focus just on your personality. It also focuses on how to get better at your strengths, how to avoid your weaknesses, and all that kind of stuff. It also talks about your relationship with the other Enneagram numbers as well. So the Enneagram is broken down into nine, nine categories or identities, whatever you want to call them, um, nine numbers. And each number that you, you pick, based on the test, you have one number that you are. So like if you're one, that's like your core values. Um, yeah, that's like your core. And then you have a wing which is either the number below you or the number above you. So, like, you have a core number and then you lean more towards one of the numbers near you, if that makes sense. So, like, I'm a 1 and I lean more towards a 2 than I would a 9 because a 9, like, circles back around. Or, like, if you're 4, you might lean more towards a 5 or more towards a 3. So, hopefully that makes sense. The website that I'm going to be kind of, like, going off of, if you guys want to follow along, is called theenneagraminstitute.com. And Enneagram is E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. 
if you don't know what I'm saying, you might be like really confused, but um, yeah, feel free to follow along on the website there. So the Enneagram I found out about probably two, three years ago, and I've had quite the journey with it since then. My really good friend Landry um, kind of showed me it and we started talking about it and there's a book about it called The Road Back to You. And it's just super, super interesting, like I said, to learn more about yourself and how to be a better person, but it also really helps you to understand what's going on with the people that you're close to. So, like, with my friends, I can look at their numbers and kind of, like, figure out how they're processing their emotions. It just helps you to be able to, like, understand people quite a bit better. So, I'm going to read through all the nine types really, really fast, and... Yeah, hopefully you can follow along. So, number one is the reformer. They're irrational and idealistic, principled, purposeful, self-controlled, perfectionistic. Yeah. Number two is caring, demonstrative, generous, people-pleasing, and possessive. And as I'm going through these, just a little disclaimer right now, it's gonna say, like, negative things about all of them. So, it's not like one number is worse than the other by any means. They're all equal. They all have strengths and weaknesses. Number three, the achiever. Success-oriented, adaptive, excelling, driven, and image-conscious. Four, the individualist. Sensitive, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Again, sounds negative, but I promise there's positives and negatives of each. Number five, the investigator. Intense, cerebral, perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. Number six, the loyalist. Committed, security-oriented, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Number seven, busy, fun-loving, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. Number eight, the challenger, powerful, dominating, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Number nine, the peacemaker, easygoing, self-effacing, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. So, I really strongly suggest that you have this pulled up because I'm going to keep referring to the numbers. I'm going to try my best to, like, if you don't know what this is, to kind of explain it. But there's a chance that you might, like, not know what I'm talking about if you don't know what each number is. So, I'm going to try my best, but it also might be helpful to have this pulled up if you aren't driving. If you're driving, don't do this. But, um, yeah. So, all those different types, like I said earlier, is super helpful because I have friends that are, like, all those different numbers. My best friend's a 7, my dad is an 8, my mom's a 1. Like, I have another really good friend that's a 9 and a friend that's a 3 and my brother's a 5. Like... It's just super helpful because you kind of get to learn about other people's strengths and weaknesses and how they're processing emotions. You can take a test, but what I suggest to do to find out what type you are is on the website, if you click on the um, descriptions of each type, each number has a basic fear and a basic desire. And so I like to read through those and whichever one of those you identify with most is usually like your core type. So, for me, I am a 1. So, I'm going to read the 1 a little bit more in detail. So, type 1 in brief. 1s are conscientious and ethical with a strong sense of right and wrong. They are teachers, crusaders, and advocates for change, always striving to improve things, but afraid of making a mistake. Well-organized, orderly, and fastidious. I don't really know how to say that. I think that's right. They try to maintain high standards, but can slip into being critical and perfectionistic. They typically have problems with resentment and impatience. At their best, wise, discerning, realistic, and noble, and can be morally heroic. Their basic fear is of being corrupt slash evil or defective. Their basic desire is to be good, to have integrity, and to be balanced. And their key motivations are they want to be right, to strive higher, and improve everything, to be consistent with their ideals, justify themselves, to be beyond, 
to be beyond criticism so as not to be condemned by anyone. So, all that to say, how I would summarize a type one and describe myself is very perfectionistic and I want to be the best person I can be all the time. I don't like being criticized and I'm constantly looking for ways to make myself better. I like being productive and I like having to-do lists and I like being organized and that kind of all fits in the type one. A lot of times people call type ones like OCD or anal because they just are very like strict about things and I personally wouldn't say I'm OCD like my room's clean but it's not like freaky like it's not like every pin is in the right order or anything like that but yeah like when it says it can slip into being critical and perfectionistic like that's absolutely me well organized orderly definitely me maintains high standards definitely me yeah. So when you read your number, you should be like, oh yeah, I for sure, for sure get that. So yeah, that's what my number is. But just to kind of like summarize again, like the Enneagram, I love it so much because when you read through each description, I really love how you can kind of dive into how your type relates with a different type. So for instance, like my best friend is a seven. So she's super spontaneous and always wants to be on the go and she does everything she can to avoid pain. So, where well, I'm the opposite, I'm like, let's let's confront the pain, let's get over it, and let's move on. Let's, like, make a plan, let's, I just, like, I want a plan, I want steps to take to get over something, and she's, like, very much the opposite. And so, just things like that, it's really helpful to kind of see how your different types kind of, like, um, work together, I guess you could say, and how to learn from that and grow from that. So, that's one thing I really love about it. Um, one thing that I think isn't talked about that much, but is really important with Enneagram too, is you should never, what's the right word? You should never justify your actions based upon your number. So like, I really don't like whenever people say like, oh, well, I'm just really selfish because that's my number and like, I can't do anything about it because the Enneagram is not about that. And in their statement, like the Enneagram Institute statement, they talk about that, about how like your number is supposed to like help you become the better person that you can be. It's not supposed to be an excuse for like your behavior, if that makes sense. So that's another thing I really like about the Enneagram versus some of other personality tests is because sometimes I feel like we can get caught up in saying like, oh, well, this is just who I am. And so I can't change it. And, like, yes, you have some core values, but everyone should be striving towards a better version of themselves and to be more loving. And so I just really think that's important to notice whenever you're looking at personality tests is because, yes, they're important, but it should never put you in a box and you should never be, like, defined to a number. I mean, confined to a number. Um, so that is also super important for sure. So uh, some other... Um, resources. If you love Enneagram or want to learn more about it, there's the EnneagramInstitute.com. I will put that in the description below. There's also a book called The Road Back to You, which is super awesome as well. I've read most chapters. I haven't read everyone yet, but I just read like the chapters of the people that I know, like numbers of my friends and stuff. Um, and then there's also a podcast called Sleeping at Last, which they do really awesome podcasts. And then they also do... Um, he makes songs based on each Enneagram number, and that's also super interesting and super fun. So, those are just some resources if you want to learn more about this. I love talking about it, and I think it's super interesting. And if you guys have any questions that you want me to, like, discuss or talk about about the Enneagram, I would love to do that. I also, in the future, would love to do an interview with, like, my dad is an eight, which is so different for me. And so, I'd love to, like, bring him on the on this podcast and kind of interview him about our differences 
Um, I think that could be super interesting as well. So if you have any suggestions of discussions or questions or anything like that that you want to talk about with the Enneagram, feel free to send them my way. But other than that, that's kind of all I'm going to go over today just to keep things simple. And again, if you don't know the Enneagram, I don't want to like throw it all on you and you'd be like drowning in information. But I definitely recommend checking out those websites and resources because I think it's super awesome and it's helped me out so much in becoming who I am today. So yeah, I just think it's super awesome. So feel free to check those things out. But other than that, I will see you next week. I'm going to do a fun little podcast, I think, on like my favorite things, which will go in the me category. Um, so yeah, hopefully this category thing works. Again, that's type one for you. That's me just trying to be like organized and have a plan for everything. And you know, maybe it might not stay like that. Who knows? But that's the plan and I hope to see you guys next week. As always, check out my Instagram and YouTube and check the link in the description for any other information that you might want and I will see you guys later. So bye guys. Have a great week.